bro? Yeah, I'll do the intro. So, okay. All right. What's up, everybody? It is the No Notes podcast here with your boy, Matty B and H Double. And today we have a very uh, acclaimed guest on the podcast, uh, Connor Mance. Uh, he runs for, or used to run for BYU. Um, he's won a couple national championships um, in cross country um, and has recently just signed for Nike um, in the cross country and track world. So we're super excited to um, have him on the show and have him uh, come. So we greatly appreciate it, Connor. Well, thanks for having me. Do you want me to go no first? No problem. Or... Well, I'll start us <laughs> off with a question. Um, okay, you want to go? Kind right. of take me through how you got into running, why you chose that sport, and kind of give me a little bit of your journey of, of how you got to where you are right now. Yeah, so my, my journey was a little bit different than most people who, who start running. Um, I began as a... I don't know, when I was young, I swam, played soccer, not not very similar sports to, to running, but uh, I mean, I guess soccer is. Um, and then my older brother did a, did a half marathon with my dad when I was, I was probably only eight years old, maybe nine years old at the time. And I wanted to do that. And I, so by the time I was 12, my parents signed me up for a half marathon and they're like, all right, go try to finish it. Um, my dad was like, just go run three, day, three days a week and I'll sign you up for it. And I was excited and, um, I finished it and I, I ran, it's probably, I mean, it's a good respectable time for a 12 year old, nothing like, you know, record breaking by any means, but it was enjoyable. And so I was like, Oh, I want to do it again as I was playing soccer and, um, still doing these other sports It's just kind of in a recreational sense and um up until I was in high school I did about two half marathons a year and um I slowly got better and better on the road racing scene and so I I jumped into cross country in high school because that was kind of the next I don't know the 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 real level of where things are and um had a lot of success in high school and I was recruited to run for BYU decided to come to go there and and run and um had a successful career there yeah so kind of going off of that what was the recruitment process like for you because you obviously went to BYU but what were there any other schools that you know were interested and how was that whole process yeah there there were a lot of schools interested um I don't know I kind of had like at the time I think it was every like top 10 school but a few in the country was interested and so I just kind of narrowed it down um, to four different schools and just kind of each of them was had something unique about them. Um, so Furman University in South Carolina was building a new program. They had a bunch of funding and it was just a new, I don't know, it was like they kind of sold it as like, this is the beginning of what we believe is going to be a dynasty. And then I was recruited by Princeton. Um that was one of my top choices and it was like we're gonna be like yeah you'll be really good as an athlete and we have a lot of really good athletes but you'll be a student athlete and we think you'll get better experiences in the classroom here than anywhere else and I mean I think at the time they had the number one ranked overall undergrad program for just futures and setting up your life and so 
Um, I really, I took a visit there, took a visit to Furman in South Carolina, uh, took a visit to Oklahoma State, which was at the time one of the top programs in the country, and then took a visit to BYU. Um, and then along with, as time went on, I just, um, I don't know, I took a lot longer to sign and, and commit than most people would. I didn't commit till May of my senior year. Um, and I committed to BYU and yeah, that, that was that. Matt's happy you went there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I, I have two. I have two. Yeah. Parents were, were encouraging. Oh, not my parents. My extended family was encouraging a Princeton, but I chose BYU because, I don't know, worked out. Best coach in the country, and, in my opinion. So There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to kind of go off of that, Connor, um, you and I are um, in the same religion, you know, Church of Jesus Saints, and uh, you ended up serving a mission in Ghana. Um, can you kind of take us through that process of like going from running every day, mission um, for two years, you know, not being able to run as much or as train as much as you wanted to, to then kind of getting reacclimated into that running scene? Like, how hard? hard was that or or yeah it, it was it was really difficult so um so i i got sent on a mission to ghana i i went out right out of high school so um it, it really i don't know it helped me push off i guess the decision to go to college, where to go to college because i was like oh okay like i'm not even gonna go to the school for two years so i'll make the decision later um got sent to Ghana in West Africa and it was a very humbling experience, very um, life-changing um, being there, but also serving and, and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. It was just very, very different than um, what I would have expected, one, but two, also anything I, I had done up to that point. And running took a back seat and I got out of shape. I think I gained 30 pounds in the first eight months. And then I stayed kind of stagnant. I think naturally my body is just a little heavier if I'm not working out. Um, I mean, which makes sense. I get a little, I don't know, some days I'd run a mile or two. Some days I wouldn't get around at all. Uh, just kind of went in waves. And then uh, after, after I got back, I, I don't know, I tried to take running seriously, but Coach Ista knows how to go slow in the sport. Um, so he was like, okay, you come on. Maybe the first week you're going to run 15 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day. And then you do a long run on Saturday of 25 minutes. And that's that's the goal. It's just 25 minutes not stopping. And then next week, it's like, okay, 20 minutes a day, um, most days, maybe 25 on Sundays. And you do a long run of 30 minutes a day. And it's this process of just slowly building up how much time you run um, every day. And so by, I don't know, by the end of the summer, I was running more than I, I did in high school, but it was like also a lot slower because I was not fit. I, um, we did a few workouts and I was, I was at the back for most of them. And so it took about, I don't know, five, six months till I was close. I was probably in our top seven, top eight, maybe, I don't know, yeah, about that range. And so 
as as time went on, it was like kind of difficult to get into shape, but I don't know. I think the Lord blesses us as we as we serve and um also just felt like not just that, but I felt like there's a lot of growth um coming back at for future injuries I would have and just knowing, okay, like if I get hurt and I get out of shape, it's not the end of the world, I can come back from it. Long, long answer to a short question. No, thank you. That was awesome. Thank right. you, Connor. And yeah, that leads me into, this is a good transition into my next question. Cause you know, you mentioned the goal, just 15 minutes a day when you get back, you know, that's not, you know, too much. You're in the back of workouts all this stuff. And, you know, you end up becoming now you are two-time NCAA champion, correct? Correct. So, you know, first off, that's amazing accomplishment, but did you ever think that something like you could accomplish something like that? Or did you have, you know, struggles with confidence maybe when you're coming back and you're like, I'm in the back of of workouts. Like how was, you know, you said it was difficult, but you know, how confident were you in your ability and, to be a, as good of a runner as you can. And obviously it's paid off, but what was that like when, you know, you're in the back and just trying oh. to make it survive <laughs> to yeah. get to where you are now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it definitely hurt my confidence a lot because, you know, I going to BYU, I was like, all right, I'm going to go here because I think I can be the best athlete I can be when I'm here. Um, and I think that's, I think that's something that I was like, this is, this is what I want to focus on. I think this is where, um, not, I mean, not saying my their education is anything inferior by any means. I, I love my education I've I've gotten so far and I've learned a ton. But I was like, I want to go to BYU because I believe Coach Eyestone is the best coach. And then you know, getting those first few months on the team and being like, man, I'm I don't even know if I'm going to be a good runner again. Like I'm not. Maybe I'm not a good athlete. Maybe that was just like a, a high school thing, and that's it. And so that confidence was pretty low by that time that I was just like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen. I, a lot of doubts come in your mind. Like I, there were, there were even times I considered, you know, like quitting the team just because I was like, I know I'm on scholarships. You guys aren't on scholarships who are ahead of me. Um, and just kind of things like that. It's like, okay, like this is, this is difficult. Um, but and I had some, a lot of good friends and good motivators on the team and were like, Hey, it's going to, it's going to work out. And it ended up working out. It just took some time, but yeah, like I, I always believed I could be an NCAA champ, but then a lot of doubts came that the first, I don't know, four or five, maybe even six months as a back from the mission. Yeah, that's crazy. You, you went from wanting to maybe quit the team to a two-time NCAA champion, you know? <laughs> yeah that's crazy yeah, well, thanks. so i have kind of a two-part question for you connor one we want to know kind of when that turning point was like if it was a race something like that but my, also my second question is this give us like your favorite workout that you love to do and the least favorite workout like when you hear it you're like damn yeah. this is the one i really don't like but i'm going to do it because i know it makes me better you know and I'm right. just going to add on to, to Matt's second part real quick. And, you know, this is something because I've ran as well, but like what's also a good way for you to like get in the zone, you know, when the miles just fly by and the time flies by. And so I just want to also ask that alongside of top of Matt's uh, question about workouts, but yeah. Sweet. 
Okay. So first question, when did I realize things were going to get better? Um, I think it was that, that around Christmas break, or maybe even before Christmas break, I, I had a couple of good workouts um, with the team. And then I, I ran a race. I was, I was kind of sick. But I, I ran a time that it was a 3,000 meter. And in high school, you do a 3,200 meter. But like the equivalent, if you add the 35 seconds or so, was better than the time I'd ran in high school. And it was kind of nice being like, oh, okay, like I am better than I was in high school. And so that was a little bit of a turning point. But also the workouts around that time too started really um, not feeling as hard. I wasn't in the back as much. And so I was like, okay, like I think eventually it's going to work out where I'm going to be, where I'm going to be good. Um, favorite workout. So I have a few. Um, so we do like a five mile tempo. That's always been something that's been a staple for me. Something I really, I've really liked. Um, I, I really enjoy, and maybe, maybe it's cause they're not as hard, but like longer workouts, not as intense. So like a five mile tempo or, or three by two mile or, um, trying to think. One, I, one I've grown to love that I used to hate was four by mile at mm. close to like a 5k pace. And it just, it, it wears on you. And I, I've kind of grown to like it a little more, but up until I think about last year, I, I really despised it because it was such a grind. Um, workouts that I don't like are their mile, they they're workouts that a lot of people do in training for the mile um eight by 400 meters so you you get 90 seconds rest you try to do it at like pretty close to what your your mile pace is um and I I can't even hit it every time and it's really a frustrating workout for me because I'll train with some of my teammates and some of them will just you know they'll they'll run 58 59 seconds for a quarter mile seven times and then they hit the last one in 52 seconds and I'll do the first seven with them I'll do the first four comfortably with them on my best days and then the next three I'll I'll really struggle with and then maybe the last one I'll sit out because I'm I'm too tired and it's a really it's a grind for me because it's not my my specialty I think everybody has their thing. I mean, I did that workout last week, and I think for the first six, no, first five, there were three. There were three of us running together, and then the last three, I think one of the guys took off, and me and the other guy just stayed together with as the last as the other guy just blew us out of the water. But I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not good at 400s either. I've done them in the past. They're rough. I'm not a sprinter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so, you know, kind of going, you know, kind of timeline like, obviously, you are two time NCAA champ. We've already said that. What was the feeling like crossing it for the first time? You know, did you have like a, maybe like a, a high, like, oh my gosh, I'm an NCAA champion? Or was it just, did it feel still normal? What was that like? And then also the second one. You know, did that maybe feel more normal than the first? Uh, just how was that emotion, you know, being an NCAA champion, having that to your yeah. name? The first one, I, I definitely, like, you know, 
there are a lot of times the NCAAs are always kind of tricky because you you think you can be an NCAA champion for a while sometimes, but then it's like somebody just races better. And so the first time it was like I expected it and I hoped for it, but um, it wasn't until like yeah I crossed the finish line and I'm like oh okay like whoa that actually happened. And I think the first my first thoughts were after I crossed the finish line is I was looking back to see where my teammates were. And one of my teammates, two of my teammates were, I don't know, in the top 15 at the time. Um, but one with 200, 300, 400 meters to go collapsed. And it's kind of rough because it's a 10K race. So, you know, you get, you get, I don't know, 96% of the race done. You're in top, he was in 10th. And then you collapse just due to exhaustion and don't finish. That's kind of scary. So, I was worried about him um, when I found out about that. And then we had another guy who finished, I think, 13th or so. And, yeah, I was just kind of wondering where they were because they they've been very close to me in races in the past. So I was wondering why they were so far back. But um, I think it, it did hit me. Um, like, it, it was weird because it hit me, like, gradually after the first one. And I was like, I didn't really know if, like, to believe it. Uh, it took like a couple weeks for me to be like, oh, like that actually happened. But then the the second go around, it was like, um, yeah, the second go around, it was like, okay, like I'm obviously like the favorite. I'm obviously like who everyone's going to expect to get the win and everyone's watching me. And so I just got to go make sure I do what I know how to do. And it was, it was tough. Um, I think the second one, they, they were both tough in their own way. The first one was more physically tough. The second one was a little more mentally tough because just knowing eyes are on you. Um, so I think that like second one, I was like, oh, everybody's keying off me. Everybody is like, this is the guy to be. Um, and so that, that made it a little more stressful, but I knew I was fit. I knew I could, I don't know, go out there and just compete and do well. And so I just kind of, focused on the process you know hope that makes sense <laughs> yeah it, it did champ champion <laughs> it did uh this might be a little bit of a weirder question for you before we get into why you uh sign with nike and that kind of thing connor but uh you've got to tell me about um if it's a, if it's a tradition to not shave this uh to not shave and grow a stash until uh, the NCAA championship and like that. I, I've noticed that uh, basically you shave and then once postseason running happens, you don't shave. So is there like a, a little postseason thing you guys do or, or what's with the stashes? Yeah, so it used to be like a big thing. Um, since like a lot of the NCAA moved away from it, but like mustaches were like, a, it was like, they called it stashies at Nashies. Um, and so you'd grow out a mustache for nationals and then It'd be like a whole every every team did it in the NCAA for a while, and now it, it's really died down. But I, I kept the tradition alive. A lot of my teammates kind of let it die, but um, yeah, it's just kind of a thing of like I don't know for fun, I guess. Um, yeah, it's it's not like a very <laughs> I don't know very like big thing. I don't know. We we encourage it on the team. It kind of like, like, dude, grow your mustache out, you know, like just kind of 
I don't know, being being dudes, but it's like nothing very. I don't know. Nothing. It's not as big as it used to be, I guess. So people are just like, okay, like, we'll do it. And then, yeah, going, what Matt was about to say, we're going to jump into now is you are technically a, a pro or considered a pro and you forgave your final year of eligibility and you're with Nike. And so I, I just want you to kind of, you know, take us through that, how that decision came about and then why Nike and then also I just want to uh second part to that is uh you have as Matt said engineering degree I don't know if you're graduated or if you're in the process of but then what maybe uh besides running you want like a, as a future goal as well and if it has something to do with it so just kind of the future plans and how you got there the decision and all yeah, so um I decided with Nike because one their shoes are great um <laughs> I actually really, they have, they've been doing a lot of stuff with the new marathon shoes, the new spikes, the new, um, they got some new road running shoes that I was able, to, that I've been able to look at and test out that are coming out I think sometime next month. And so I, the shoes are great. Um, the, the people at the company were, when I, when I got met with them, I really, I meshed well with them. Um, and then, I don't know. Gave, they, had, they have a lot of good opportunities for their athletes. There's a few training groups um, around the world that I could go and train with. And um, other companies didn't have the, the same caliber of, of athletes and training groups that were in, in the United States. And so I was like, you know, like Nike, you know, with their shoes, the groups, the technology, it seemed like they were, they were a good fit. And so, um yeah I just decided I would I would go with them and and yeah compete and they offered me a good deal and so I went with them what uh yeah what is like oh. what a future goal as well besides running I'm taking a little yeah. bit more personal you know that you kind of have yeah so and engineering degree so I've always wanted to either get do something that's going to help a lot of people. Um, I served my mission in Ghana and electricity was a big issue there. Um, just having enough of it. So they'd occasionally, depending on what power line you're on, they turn your power line off and leave the other one on. And they turn the other one off, they turn yours back on. And it was just kind of a, a major problem. So I wanted to get into renewable energy, um, preferably clean renewable energy, but, um, I, I just wanted to get more into that to help out, help out a lot of people. Um, if that didn't work, I also wanted to get into um, do some stuff in the medical field, medical engineering, um, medical device engineering. And um, I've had some opportunities there due to, um, I don't think I could talk too much about them on a podcast just because of confidentiality um, and pat patents and whatnot. But um doing some of that for yeah my capstone project and then some and uh some research on campus so um yeah working on a paper for one of those so it's been fun yeah i love where your, your head hearts at man so yeah. well, i i just i don't know i want to do some good in the world and running's yeah. nice but like there's oh, there's plenty of, of professional athletes in the world like we we have no shortage of people who could be a professional athlete 
But what we have a shortage of is, you know, we don't necessarily have a shortage of engineers, but we could always use more, you know. I love it, man. I love it. Did you have one last thing you wanted to ask, Matt? Or do you want to do like the, the stat real quick? Because I know it's about time. So whatever yeah, you want I know it's about time for Connor to go. Just just one question for Connor. I know Olympics are in 2024. Ooh. Right now, if they had to start, what race um, are you wanting to participate in or even try to go if Olympics is part of your goal? Just answer that real quick and then we can do Charles' thing. But Olympic-wise, what are you looking at in 2024? Uh, 10k in the marathon I think I'll, I'll do the marathon trials first and then if I don't make it in that maybe even if I do I'll do the 10k on the track and who knows maybe I'll do the 5k as well um I don't know that's 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 a lot of a that's a big range um but I think as long as I'm competitive I want to I want to compete in the Olympics so it's like I'll I'll go all in if that makes sense <laughs> Hey, that's that's, hey, that's perfect what we like. The, the perfect for the stat game, you know, since 10K is probably your goal. I, I forgot what website I got this from. Uh, I, I forgot to write it down. So I, it's it's on them if they're wrong because it might be different. So you can blame them, not us. But what is your best 10K on the track, you believe, or at least that's recorded on the internet? Oh, I, 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 running is probably the sport. You'll find people who know their PRs very well. Um, <laughs> So 10K, 27 to 41. It is right. You know, the beyond that, like the next two. Point one, I want to say 0.16. Yeah, you're right, actually. Right on the dot. <laughs> yeah, the, the reason I got that, that one down so well is because I, I missed my, my coach at the school record and I missed it by Oh, so that's and, in your head, yeah. Yeah, so like I'll always be number two on the the BYU 10K board. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I love it. Thanks for thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate hey, well, it. Thank you guys too. Yeah, uh, yeah we appreciate it, Connor. Yeah, and, and for everyone who uh, wants to go follow Connor, his Instagram is at Connor Mance, um, and I believe. All the other stuff is there too. We'll tag him in all the uh, links and podcast information that we have. Um, but everyone go support him, give him some love. And Connor, we can't thank you enough for joining our, our podcast. It means a lot to us, sure. but we're also glad to get to know you more and hopefully more people can get to know you too. So all right. well, thank yeah, you guys. best of luck in the pro career. All right. Uh, have a good rest of your night. All right. You guys too. See you, Connor. Bye. See you.